Welcome to the Wealth and Purpose Podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to creating wealth in a way that feels really good and live their purpose fully in the process. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive business coach. I'm also a wife, a mom to two preteens, a professor, Girl Scout leader, and well, hey, you get it. Like you, I wear a lot of hats. Whether you're looking for inspiration to get started or strategies to get growing, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. So I've been talking a lot about receiving lately. If you've listened to any of the recent podcasts, you know that's been a big theme. And that theme is really, really present for me for lots of reasons. It's showing up at every angle and space of my life, of my client's life. It is clear to me that this receiving energy is the key to almost every question or challenge at least I have and hold right now. And so far, <laughs> it, it applies to all my clients as well. And the more I dive deeper into this topic, the more the more far-reaching the implications um, become of leaning into receiving energy and bringing receiving energy into our lives. Now, now in past podcasts, I've talked about you know how most people who think they have a selling problem actually have a receiving problem. So that's where it applies to your business or even your career, because almost always when someone doesn't have doesn't get the job they want, doesn't get the promotion, hasn't gotten the raise. All of those things tie back to receiving. It all ties together. So certainly where money is concerned, where career is concerned, all of that can be improved, enhanced by enhancing our receiving energy or bringing receiving energy into our lives, learning how to receive. And last week I talked about how I became intuitive, how I became a psychic medium because I didn't live my whole life like this. And again, this is all about receiving energy. And I think the reason this is becoming so strong for me is just, you know, maybe I'm a slow learner, but 10 years ago when I started to gain my intuitive abilities, where I started to become clairvoyant and clairaudient and all the clairs. I, you know, as I got deeper into the work around it and was able to talk to my own guides, my own angels and asked, you know, why at 35, 36 is this happening to me? Why don't I have the same stories as everyone else where they can remember as a child seeing, you know, ghosts or dead people and all of that? And they said that that was a choice I had made, you know, for this lifetime that I had intentionally blocked those gifts because my role on the planet is to help people open up to it, open up to their own gifts of intuition, of sixth sense, of feeling and experience in a very tangible way, the divine and all the helpers that exist on the other side of the veil. And in order for me to do that, I had to effectively understand what it felt like to be an adult with responsibilities without any access to these gifts. And then to also see where they showed themselves in very basic, common ways that I ignored and I rejected. And all of this leading me to a place where I could then help others discover this for themselves. And I, that is part of the work I've always done for the business owners I've helped is always to help them to 
tap into, you know, what they know inside and what they feel inside and to trust it. But as I go further, I realize without embodying fully our right to receive as much as we give, we'll never quite get there. We'll never get to a place where we, you know, feel safe and happy and have full access to this divine knowledge within us. Because we are both divine within us and there is this bigger divine surrounding us and connecting all of us. So as I've been diving into this topic, what I realized the edge of this work is the shadow side of it, like for most things. Because I mean, receiving, that's pretty good, right? You know, I mean, no one's going to argue like that receiving feels good. So if it does, then why do we struggle with it so much? And originally my, my premise was that, you know, we've been taught not to receive. And I still stand by that. We've definitely been taught most of our lives that receiving is lesser than giving. And for that very reason, we, we resist it. Our brain is programmed to resist it. And depending on what your childhood was like, you might have even concluded that receiving was unsafe. You know, maybe when you took something for yourself, a sibling or a parent made you feel bad to the point that you felt rejected and abandoned. Or maybe you were legitimately rejected or abandoned. And, and all of those things can create brain patterns that make it extremely difficult to receive. So that does exist. And yet I have many tools to help people overcome you know, the brain limitations of pretty much anything. There's lots of tools out there. There's lots of theorists. There's lots of psychologists and therapists and modalities that help us with these things, EFT and EMDR and all of these things help us reprogram our brains. So why, when we know at the surface that receiving is good, would we resist it? And that had taken me to this new place of starting to explore the shadow of receiving. And the shadow of receiving is the part that we don't want to look at. It's the part we want to ignore. So when we think about receiving, I want you to think about it right now. When you think about receiving, if I told you your job was to get better at receiving, what do you think about? You might think about receiving help, receiving clients, being able to have a sales conversation powerfully or ask for that raise or ask someone out on a date and then be ready to take them into your lives, your life. So when we think about receiving, it's all rainbows and unicorns, at least for me, it was for a while. And then I realized, oh, wait, there was a piece of the puzzle that I've not spent as much time talking about. And quite honestly, I wasn't really so aware that, of how important the shadow side is. But now that I look at it, it is critical. I'm going to be running a new brand new program called Receiving School. And as I've been developing the content for it, which is being downloaded from the universe, I might add. So I'm being guided. I'm not just pulling from my own mental resources. Uh, A big piece of the puzzle has to do with this shadow. And so what is the shadow? Well, the shadow is for lack of a better word, it's always the boogeyman. It's the thing we're scared of. It's the thing we don't want to look at. And so the shadow side of receiving is receiving literally the stuff we don't want to look at, the stuff we're scared of, the stuff that feels bad. 
And what we do with all of those things is we resist them. We want them to be not us, either not us physically, not us emotionally, spiritually, or not part of our experience. So today I want to walk you through three of the places where we resist receiving what's real because we fear by receiving it that we're, that we're making it permanent. That's really the thing that blocks us. And what I want you to understand is receiving it is the thing that allows you to release it. And so it's very powerful. And then I'm going to give you a tool for each of the three that's going to let you lean into this a bit more. So the first place where we don't receive, where we block or receive, receiving energy with our resistance is by accepting and receiving all parts of ourselves. And this means the parts of us that we don't approve of, the parts of us that we don't like. It might be that we, it might be a physical aspect of us. Maybe we, you know, hold extra weight raising hand. (laughs) Or in my case, you all, if you've been listening for a while, you know that I had a spinal fracture a few years ago. And I realized um, I've been working with a trainer to get back into shape, into really strong shape so that um, I could overcome the limitations that, that have come because of this. And I realized that I have rejected that, that piece of myself, that part that's broken. I've wanted it to be other. I've wanted it to go away. And the thing is, it can be healed. But it can only be healed once it's loved fully, once it's accepted fully. The same thing with weight or, you know, some other physical aspect of yourself, or maybe it's not the physical, maybe it's your cravings, right? Maybe you're struggling with an addiction, maybe, and it doesn't have to be an addiction to, you know, to drugs or something that's objectively supported by society is something that you should not be engaging in. Maybe it's something more like your addiction to email or your addiction to running. It's, you know, it's anything that you seek out to avoid handling what's happening for you. And then that leads us to the next part, which is accepting all the emotions we're feeling and not stuffing them down or feeding them with food to numb ourselves or with something else to numb ourselves. It's allowing all of it to be true for us. And that is some deep, deep work. But here's the tool that goes along with it. And here's the tool that frees you up. And that is self-love and self-approval. It is to start with one piece of yourself that you know, you've been resisting or wanting to be not you. And in this moment, what I ask you to do, I want you to think about what's one piece of yourself. Maybe it's, maybe you gossip, maybe you judge, you know, whatever it is, invite the part of you into the entire conversation. Let it be a legitimate part of you and not a part of you that is wrong or bad, but a part of you that you love just as much as the most auspicious parts of yourself, the most praised parts of yourself. Love it just as much. The way if you had a child who was struggling, you would not reject that child. You would not 
especially if you had multiple children, you would not love that child less. In fact, if you saw that child struggling, most likely you would physically and emotionally show more love to that child. So that child felt safe enough to heal and overcome their challenge. Well, that's what every part of you needs. It needs to be loved equally. And so that's the tool. So that's the first part of the shadow receiving. The second shadow, part of the shadow, is to accept the parts of your experience that you don't like. Maybe um, there's someone being cruel to you. Maybe you have a job you don't like. Maybe you have debt. Maybe you have especially parts of your life that feel either you have because you screwed up or because someone else is doing you wrong. Any of those things where you have judgment against them and you feel like they should not be quote unquote part of your life. Look at look at those parts and don't look at them all at once, of course. Be gentle with yourself, but just start to look and see where are you feeling like this should not be. And when I talk to people about this piece of it, because so t- so often with my clients, if they're stuck, they keep you know they'll say like, if only my husband was most more supportive, if only I had more money to invest in my business, if only my child was doing well and didn't need so much time from me, if only one of my parents was not sick or cruel to me or causing me so many problems or another relative, if only right, and believe me, I've been there, <laughs> I've been there, I get it. The first step when you're saying those things is to invite it in and trust, and there's the tool, trust that it isn't there to screw with you. It isn't actually standing in the way of what you most desire. It is actually there to support you as hard as that is to believe. And you don't have to figure out how hard it is. I mean, you don't have to figure out how, why it's there. That's just too much of a complex equation to figure out. You don't have to do that. You simply have to trust that there for a reason. Now, when I do walk clients through this, almost always the first thing that comes up is, if I accept it, then it's going to stay, right? That's what we think. We think that by receiving this, that it's not ever going to change, that somehow we're saying, yes, I want this. That's not at all what's happening. What's happening when you receive it and you accept it is you're saying, okay, this is here. And then you can say, show me, show me what I need to learn from it. Because as soon as you get that lesson, it can be released. Or minimally, you can get help with it. You know, a lot of times when we have, I know I saw this with my my mom when she was sick, I was resisting it and resisting it and just wanting so bad for her to be okay. And the thing is, if I had allowed in how big all of it was, then there would have been space for other people to help me. But I was putting all of my energies to keeping it just outside my reality of making it not mine. And the thing is, for all that effort, I never could receive even the intuitive guidance that I know I was being sent, that I couldn't hear because I was resisting it. And so you let it in, you let in that thing that scares you or hurts you. And in that space of letting it in, then you can turn it over. And then you can say, show me, show me what this is meant to be for me. Show me how to release it even, 
If you've got something in your life and you want to release it, let's say you've got debt or you've got a house that you're trying to sell and, and it's not selling or maybe your your child is in a school or in a class and you want to get them out of that school or out of that classroom. Well, you need to to actually accept that that's what's happening for you to move to the point where the divine can help you to release it. So in that in that shadow piece, the tool is faith and trust. And that's a big ask. I know that. I know it's a big ask. But here's the thing. I have been reviewing and reviewing case studies. I have gone back through my clients. I have gone back through my own life. I have gone back through the life of my loved ones as I've been preparing for receiving school. And time after time after time, there is proof that this is the case. If you can just move into that acceptance and that receiving energy, it is there for you. It will show you. It will show you the next step. And if you can just have a little bit of faith and trust, that's the tool to employ. If you can have a little bit of faith and trust, I promise you things are going to start to move way faster than they've ever moved before in the right direction. And by right, I mean the direction you want. And then the final part of the shadow of receiving is, and then the final part of the shadow of receiving is to let go of what is not no longer meant to be a part of your life. Now, in thinking about what we just talked about, it's easy to think, oh yeah, it's the dad, it's the house I want to sell, it's the job I no longer want to have, right? But more often than not, when the shadow is coming into place, when we're resisting letting go of something, it's often something that we think we need. Maybe it's a person that that in the past has been important to us, but is showing themselves to no longer be meant to be part of your life. That's a big one. Or maybe everything is telling you to let go of your home and move somewhere else, or maybe downsize or something else. And you just don't want that to change. You've just been through so much change and you don't want more of it. And the thing is, if it is meant to go, you must let it go so that what is meant to come can come. Because oftentimes the things we're resisting letting go of are taking up space, the very space that the universe wants to fill with your greatest blessings. But if you don't let go, there's no space for the universe to deliver the next thing. And so the tool in that shadow piece is surrender. And surrender is scary and it's hard because it means we don't get to control what happens. And that's hard. But if you build on the th- on what your experience is with the, the first, the self-love, and then practicing faith and trust, when it is time to surrender, it will be much, much easier. And I encourage you to not try and do this all at once. I mean, even with receiving school, we're going to do all this over the course of six weeks. We're not going to do it in a heartbeat. This one piece, this shadow piece, isn't even the full six weeks, of course. It's sort of the, it's the, the yin to the yang of each of the weeks. There's going to be a lot of bringing in good stuff, inviting in good stuff, receiving good stuff. But underneath it, in order for that receiving to happen, we must be employing clear sight of really accepting all the parts of our lives releasing resistance 
and then walking through these three tools of self-love, faith and trust, and surrender. And so I hope something I said in here hit your heart. I know that this message is divinely guided because believe me, <laughs> I, I've always wanted to not have to talk about this piece of it. I'll tell you since the beginning of time, every time my client faces something that I know they have to let in and I know they don't want to let it in, it's hard for me to say that to them. You know, deep down inside, I just want to wrap everyone up in a comfy, cozy robe of love and keep them safe and happy. I want that. But the reality is that we are here in this human condition to walk through everything we're served up. And here is the coolest thing. And I can say this from my own life. I can say this from watching many others. The darkest times, the hardest parts of our experience often hold the greatest magic for everything good that's about to come. The darkest times hold the potential for the greatest light. And I promise you I've seen it and I know it's possible for you. So my hope is today that you can do just one of these things. Just let in something about yourself or something about your experience or let go of something that's ready to go. In the smallest way, look around your home, find something that you know you need to donate and deliver it to a donation center. Let it go. It doesn't, this does not have to be an Olympics level sport. You can do this gently. Or maybe there's um, a cut on your hand. Maybe you scrape something up over the weekend on your body. Maybe it's just denying that there's a part of your body that's hurting. Let it hurt. Invite it in. Love it. Again, you don't have to do this at the, you know, the extreme sport version of receiving. You can do this gently. In fact, that is what the divine wants for you. The divine wants gentle, gentle acceptance of yourself. And here's the beautiful thing of this. When you start to do this work, what will start to happen is you will find that under every circumstance, no matter where you go, no matter what person you're surrounded by or people you're surrounded by, no matter what happens in your experience, you will no longer feel vulnerable or compromised in those situations. You will feel 100% safe. Because when you accept all parts of you and you bring in that self-love and you accept that everything is happening around you is happening and that the fastest way to let go of the parts that are undesirable is to let them in and that you let go of what just no longer serves you, even when it's scary, well, life becomes a lot better. You're a lot, you feel a lot safer. You feel more grounded. And you can experience a true sense of joy. So I hope that was helpful. Hey, if you want to join us in Receiving School, I'd love to have you. You can check out the sales page for that program at www.thereceivingschool.com. We'll put the link in the show notes. And my hope for you is that you experience a full sense of your life through safety and joy and love because you deserve that. Have a great day. Hey, thanks for listening. And if you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this podcast with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. 
It helps us reach many more people and it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you had to say about what you heard. I am cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.